Hey, hey, what's up? Greetings. Welcome back. Hey, this is Chris Gillibo. Special episode today. This is in addition to the regular episode today, which obviously happens every day, no matter what. Today, we also have our fourth extended cut. This is a special episode I do once a month to take kind of a deep dive into a particular topic as requested by you, or if not you personally, other listeners. So far, we've had the power of observation, which was all about understanding where side hustle ideas can come from. And then I had a lot of questions about websites like Fiverr and Upwork, Etsy. So there was a whole episode called Nine Starter Platforms. I think it actually featured 10. And then last month was all about how to build a website in 90 minutes. And not to worry, the episode wasn't 90 minutes long. If you haven't heard them and you want to get caught up, the links to all of those are at sidehustleschool.com slash extended. Now today, there's a few things going on. I'm in the midst of flying to Korea for a pretty quick trip. This is now becoming a tradition. Whenever I'm working on the extended cut, I seem to either be on location or be getting ready to go on a long journey. So that's what I'm up to. And for this series, we're going to skip ahead a bit to something a lot of listeners have asked about. It's come up over and over, and that topic is marketing. Marketing is something I focus a lot on in the Side Hustle School workshops and in the Side Hustle book that comes out this September. I'll tell you a lot more about that as we get closer to the fall. But of course, it's a long time until September, and I don't want you to have to wait. So a quick heads up, in addition to sidehustleschool.com slash extended, that has the notes for all of the longer episodes. Everything I'll mention today is also at sidehustleschool.com slash marketing. And that's focused just on the resources from this episode. So I'm going to bring you four strategies you can use to create your first simple marketing plan. And I'll also tell you a couple of things that might even be more important. We'll jump right into all of that after the brief sponsor message. All right, imagine being able to connect with the people who want what you have to offer. You've created this service or this product, and you found these people who already want it. You don't have to persuade them or convince them. They're already pre-sold, or at least they're pre-interested, let's say. Your product or service provides a solution to a problem, and you found the people who have that problem. And they know that you can give them what they need. This scenario is what it's like when your message connects with the right person or the right group of people. And everything gets much easier after that. So how can you create that situation? It doesn't usually just pop up in the middle of nowhere. Well, as I said, I have four strategies for you to consider, but let's start with two principles first. Principle number one, there's no replacement for a good idea. Some people make the mistake of being all about marketing, which is basically like being all talk and no action. Before you can even work on getting the word out about something, you really should make sure you have something that's useful and helpful. Make sure that what you've created or what you're in the process of making really does solve a problem or is otherwise interesting or valuable. That is paramount. Now, second principle, it's not just about a good idea. You have to go from a good idea to an offer. So there's a difference between an idea and an offer. You could do a whole episode just about offers, but for now, just know that an offer is very specific. An offer is something like sign up for my coaching session. It costs $97. It will help you run faster, save time, sleep better, be happier, whatever the benefit is but it's really clear what the person gets in exchange for a certain amount of money. That's an offer. And before you can do any marketing, you need to make sure you actually have an offer. So let's assume that you've done that. You do have something worth talking about and you've gone from idea to offer. How do you reach the right people with the right offer?
These four strategies are not the only ones. We could probably look at 15, but as always, we're keeping it simple. So we're going to look at email, social media, advertising, and word of mouth. So let's go through these strategies one by one. First up is email, which really is for a lot of small businesses and side hustles, the single most important strategy of all. In the last extended cut, where I talked about how to build a website in 90 minutes, I explained that you need a domain, you need a hosting account, you probably need WordPress or some other service like that. And then really the very next thing you should do is install some means of gathering email addresses on that website or blog, or even if you don't really have a website yet. This really should be step one, because when people sign up for your email list, they are giving you permission to contact them. And not only are they giving permission, they're actually kind of raising their hand and saying, I want this, or I'd like to learn more about it. Like you have my attention, show me something good. There are a lot of services that make this very easy. After using a different company for about eight years, I switched recently to ConvertKit uh, because I think it's much smarter and offers more options than MailChimp and other providers. You can try that for yourself and see if it works for you. There is a free trial only for Side Hustle School listeners at convertkit.com slash side hustle. If you just go to convertkit.com, you have to pay right away. But if you already have something else, that's fine too. What's really critical is to make sure you have something. And sometimes it helps to encourage people to sign up to give them something, to have some kind of incentive, maybe something that's not available on the website. Maybe it's a preview of your actual product or service. Maybe it's something fun, some kind of bonus. And if you're going to focus on only one thing for your marketing plan, it probably should be email. There may be some exceptions, but let's say for 60-70% of the projects I feature on the show, email plays either a major role or a critical role in those projects being successful. So for example, episode 51, this was a business called Scott's Cheap Flights. It's a good story. You should listen to it if you haven't heard it already. This is a million-dollar business started very recently by just one dude who was a journalist, hadn't been an entrepreneur before, and the entire business is built on a single email list. Well, technically, it's built on two lists because he has a free list and he's trying to convert people to a paid list. But the point is, basically, everything he does is built on email and managed through email. So yes, I know what you hear. The kids these days, they don't like email. Email deliverability is a huge issue. That is totally true. Still, it's not something that most people should skip unless you have a really good reason to. Strategy number two, social media. Well, I think you know by now, I sometimes have a contrarian opinion. My opinion on social media for marketing is that it can work in some cases, but I actually think overall, it's probably better to use social media to maintain relationships, build trust and interest with people, and not really sell directly for the most part. There are some exceptions to this, of course. In episode 96 recently, I told you about an Instagram calligraphy hustle that a woman named Caddy started. And Caddy was a good calligrapher and hand letterer, but she didn't even have an Instagram account until she started her side hustle. And it's going really well. So if you're interested in that, maybe listen to that episode, it's number 96. And fashion flash sales, say that three times fast, fashion flash sales, those can be really popular on Instagram too. So there are some projects, I have a story about one coming up, where people who are selling some kind of fashion item, it could probably be something else as well. They'll post it up for sale and whoever wants to buy it will comment. And then when they run out of the inventory, they'll update the post. So that can be interesting. But for most of us, you'll probably need to have some compelling reason for people other than your friends and family to follow you in the first place, rather than just selling something. Regardless of how you use it, I think it's much better to do one or two things well 
than to try to be on every network. So I've been mentioning Instagram so far. It's definitely a huge network. But obviously, there's also Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and LinkedIn and many, many more. Those are just some of the bigger ones. Listen, whatever you do, don't try to be everywhere because you're just going to stress yourself out and probably not have an impact. I saw someone's bio that said he was active in more than 60 social networks. And I was like, wow, I'm not sure I could name 60 social networks or more than a couple of dozen. But the idea that one person could truly be active in that many, it's just not possible. So pick one or two. And you might wonder which networks are best, which should you choose? Well, the best ones are where your people are. So your preference and personality are important. But if you're trying to connect with these people who need something that you have or that you're preparing to provide, you need to think about where those people already are and where they interact and where they engage. Maybe a lot of them are on Pinterest and you've never used Pinterest before. Well, if that's the case, maybe you should learn. And then once you're there, whatever network it is, it's usually best to post consistently, maybe one or two posts a day. It could be more depending on where it is and what you're doing. But just doing that consistently over time, instead of having a ton of things all at once, you're usually going to get better results with that. There are a couple of tools you can use to schedule posts in advance. One of them is called later.com. Another one is called buffer.com. There's some more advanced tools like Hootsuite. I will link all these things up on the marketing page. And I think it's okay to do that, but I think you should be careful when you do. I think if you have a, a week's worth of stuff scheduled on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, you should still kind of log in once a day and just kind of keep an eye on things. Because what if people are asking questions or what if people are sharing your content and you're not there? Then it's really obvious that you have this kind of robotic strategy. And that's not great. And also, there may be some times when something is happening in the world or in your part of the world where it's really not just business as usual. And you don't necessarily want your scheduled content to go up during that time. It always looks really awkward to me when there's this major world event, usually something traumatic, and you see all these promotional posts go up. And you know they've been scheduled in advance. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think in that situation, it's really a good point to kind of pull them back. So social media, I think it's better to maintain relationships than to market directly. Choose one or two networks and be consistent instead of trying to be on a dozen and choose the ones where your people are. Strategy number three, advertising. And let's talk here specifically about online advertising, particularly with Facebook ads or Google ads. And now some other services like LinkedIn will also allow you to have ads in a very similar fashion. Short version is I think it's totally worth an experiment to do this, but you should learn a bit more about this world before you spend a lot of money. With Facebook and LinkedIn, sometimes with others, you can often get a $25 or a $50 credit just to try it out. So that's great. Why not, right? And even if that offer isn't available, it's definitely not a bad thing at all to do a little test and spend $25 of your own money, $50, maybe $100, but don't go crazy with it. So in episode 73, I told you the story about a Florida man who earned more than $100,000 selling t-shirts with no inventory. And he didn't even have any customers of his own because all of his customers were coming through Facebook ads. So he built this whole operation, six figures a year selling t-shirts entirely through Facebook ads. Now, a key point is that he tested for something like a month, or maybe it was two months, like running a test every single day for $10 a day until he kind of figured it out. So in the long run, he does have to spend a lot of money to get all of his sales, but it's completely worth it because every dollar that he spends, he's getting something like $1.50 back. But to get to that point, he had to know what he was doing. So he tested at a very low dollar amount. On the resources page, sidehustleschool.com slash marketing, I will link up some more detailed information about Facebook ads for those who are interested. 
fourth strategy is word of mouth, which is, as you may have heard, most effective in the long term. Now, it is most effective, but it can also be frustrating because people say, oh, the most effective thing is word of mouth. And you're like, great, what do I do about that? Like, what's my action to take? Well, I'll give you an action. So in the workshops I've been teaching across the country, one of the activities we all do together is we all make a list of five people that we're going to ask for help. And we have to ask each of these people for some kind of specific help. But for our purposes here today, let's adapt it. Let's start with five people you know that you think could be helpful in spreading the word about what you're doing, about that offer you've created, about that thing that you want to go out into the world. This shouldn't be five random people. It should be five people who have the ability to help further your message. In other words, they know people who would be good for what you're offering. And then you're going to go to these people and ask for specific help. You're going to say, hey, here's this thing I made. I'm really proud of it. I think it provides an answer. I think it's going to be helpful in people's lives, but I'm a little stuck getting it off the ground. Would you be willing to help me? Would you be willing to connect me with someone you know who might be a good fit or share this on your social media or otherwise just kind of help me enlarge in my circle? There was an episode number 37 about an American expat who coaches families who move overseas. And this was really interesting because he identified this niche market. This guy, Jeff, had lived overseas, not just on his own, but with his wife and then their children. But he realized there are a lot of families who want to do that themselves, but they have a lot of questions. So he created this coaching service. He basically followed the formula that we've talked about in this lesson. He had something valuable. Then he went from concept to offer. His offer was a specific coaching session, one hour phone call for $150. And then as he helped people, he was able to help more people because people with that interest usually travel in similar circles, or at least they probably know somebody else who's in a similar situation. Oh, and also on his website, he collected email addresses. Because as I said in strategy number one, that's probably an important prerequisite, no matter what else you end up doing. And speaking of whatever else you end up doing, here are a couple of general tips that I think are going to help you no matter what. First of all, don't spray and pray. That's where you're just trying to do everything. And of course, nothing is effective much better to be intentional. How do you know what to be intentional about? Well, it's okay to try different stuff in the beginning, but notice what seems to be effective and do more of that. Don't try to bring everything else up to par. When you find what works, that's your focus. It may also help to set daily or weekly recurring actions. So you know that, oh, every day I post a photo to Instagram. Oh, once a week I go through and make new LinkedIn connections. Once a month I have an email newsletter that goes out, whatever it is. And then also you want to make sure you're growing. So separate your tasks into development and operations. So a development task is more creative. It's answering the question, okay, what do I do next? Should I experiment with a Facebook ads campaign? Can I improve my email newsletter sequence? Is there a whole marketing channel that I haven't explored yet? So we began with two principles. Having a strong idea is the most important factor. Make sure you have something valuable before you start talking about it. And ideas must be converted into offers. If you want to sell something, people have to have something to buy. Once you feel good about that, then there's all kinds of tactical stuff you could do. But if you can only do one thing, you should probably start collecting email addresses. If you're going to use social media, which you probably should in some form, you should focus on what you can do well and where your people are, not trying to be everywhere. You could experiment with online advertising, but you shouldn't spend a lot of money, at least at first. And before you spend a lot of money, you should know what you're doing. So educate yourself further before going too far down that road. And then don't be afraid to ask for help. Ask people to help you. Ask people to help connect you with potential customers, clients, those people who clearly are a good fit for what you've made. 
So I titled this episode, Simple Marketing Plan. To make your plan, you'll need to answer a few questions. And I'll tell you the questions now, but I also realize you may not be able to take notes right now. So you'll be able to see all this on that website I mentioned, sidehustleschool.com slash marketing. But here are the questions. First, what is your offer? Is it clear and specific? Second, who are your people? I use that phrase a couple of times in this episode. I just mean the group of people who are best suited for that offer. What do you know about them? Where do they like to hang out? How are you going to be able to meet their needs? Next, what is your goal? Specifically, your marketing goal. Like, what do you hope to accomplish through this process? You have a goal for your side hustle, of course. So now when it comes to getting the word out, what are the results you're looking for? And let's kind of tie that or build that into whatever plan we're creating. And then what are your next actions? What are your next steps after you've considered different strategies, thought through what's best for you, what's best for your future customers, what's on your to-do list? What happens tomorrow? If you have 20 minutes to work on marketing tomorrow, what do you do? As I said, you can get a free little cheat sheet for all of that on the website. Let's go back to where we started. Imagine being able to connect with those people who want what you have to offer. Is that possible? Well, you've listened to the show. You know that it's possible. You know that many people have figured it out, but you also know that it takes regular work and effort. It's not magic. And often there's some course correction. There is a lot more we could say about marketing, and indeed we will going forward. But these four strategies really can be enough to get you up and running with your first marketing plan. Remember, everything I mentioned today, all the links and resources are at sidehustleschool.com slash marketing, or you can also go to sidehustleschool.com slash extended, E-X-T-E-N-D-E-D, to see notes for all of the monthly extended cuts. You can also send me a question or comment from the site. Let me know what we should focus on next time. I hope this was helpful to you and I look forward to seeing what happens next in your side hustle journey.